Oh my god. <laughs> What happened? Whoops. I think we're both tired. <laughs> Hi Todd. Hey Nick, how are you? I'm not too bad. What are you drinking? Oh boy, today I have a treat. I think it's a treat. I don't know. It's a gin and tonic, but it's from a place called Detroit City Distillery. So I will uh Send me a bottle. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I was going to say that uh, I'll see if they have a website and put it in the notes, but uh, it was cool. I went to uh, to the, the liquor store, which is also the grocery store. I don't know if you guys have that. Like, is it is it all together? Yeah. Like, can you buy everything? Yes. Okay. Some of them, yes. So anyway, uh, and they didn't have my normal Hendrix gin. I like Hendrix gin, and they didn't have it. And this was on the shelf, and it's Detroit City, and Detroit is nearby. So I was like, why not Detroit City gin? So a little gin and tonic tonight. Very But, cool. Uh, yeah. What are, you, what are you drinking? I have just a little bit left of my long black again. So um, <laughs> I had to uh, <laughs> pace myself uh, this afternoon. So, yeah, just a, just a boring long black. Yeah. Which is just like black coffee, hot water, no sugar, yeah. no milk, nothing. It's very yummy. That's good. Good coffee. I uh, I was asking about your liquor because it's different state by state in the United States. So, um, oh, like in Michigan, there's like liquor stores and there's also uh, like at grocery stores. Some of them you can buy beer and wine and liquor and some of them you can only do beer and wine. It's kind of all over the map. But in Florida, the liquor store is separate from the beer and wine grocery store. It's funny because it'll be like a little building that's at the opposite end of the parking lot. And that's the liquor store. And it's like branded and everything's exactly the same as the grocery store. But it's where you buy your liquor. I don't know. It's crazy. If we have any Florida listeners, send us a note or a tweet and tell me why. I think it's bonkers. But Are you sure anyway. it's the only state in the United States well, where this happens? Oh, I have no idea. It's the one that I've been to where I've noticed it. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's weird. Different states, different different rules. Mm. But anyway, yeah. Let's get this show on the road. All right. Um, Sounds good. You know how we were talking um, last time about people or humans listening to um, um, recordings made by the uh, Google Home Assistant or Google Assistant, sorry? Yep. Yeah, and it turns out everyone does it. <laughs> <laughs> turns so, uh, out. Just a wee follow-up. Um, Apple was in the news that um, Siri's interactions or voice interactions are also um, benefiting from human curation. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily something new. It's in the uh, terms and conditions of the service, but it's up to like 1% or around 1% of um, audio recordings, which to me sounds like a large number. It is All a these uh, organizations are hiding behind percentage numbers, but if you go one out of every 100 uh, queries, I imagine there's mm -hmm. quite a few of mine that somebody would have heard. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm not sure. It feels really weird. Funny enough, I, uh, I just heard this story on the news. Uh, I'm old and I watch the news <laughs> at night <laughs> on TV. And there was this, this, this story, this uh, Apple Siri thing, and they said there's 15 billion queries per month mm -hmm. and it's less than one percent per day 
I believe. So somebody can do the math, but it's it's a lot. I mean, one percent. It's still a lot. It's still a lot. Yeah, Google Google was talking about zero point two percent or thereabouts. I know it's crazy. So it's like contractors, right? Is it is it uh, people that listen to the oh the little audio snippet, right, for quality assurance purposes <laughs> to improve the service? They say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that before. Yeah, we were. Um, now we, we all we all sh- we all share our private stories with some stranger somewhere in Belgium or in the United States or who knows where else, New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fun times. Fun times. That was our follow-up for today. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You think it's good or bad? Will we get past this as as humanity? It has already impacted my behavior. Really? Yeah. It, it, maybe I'm... Again, we're not necessarily uh, very representative, you know, but... Uh, because we know how the sausage is made? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, w- I would often be quite silly with uh, with Siri, and I'm like, oh, I don't know that I want to make somebody's day or upset them. Or Yeah. All right. So uh, you have some big news. Do you want to talk about your big news? I feel like it's big news. Yeah, it is really great news. Um, we got a, a, a notification, or we just observed that um, our app that we build, or our primary app where I work, it's called Trade Me. Um, got shortlisted and highlighted and selected by Apple to be featured. So you got an app of the day uh, type feature. And um, it's pretty amazing. So if to put things in perspective, uh, this app was shipped on Guy Fox Day uh, in 2010. Do you know what Guy Fox is? Uh, I've heard of it and I think I remember, but, but maybe a refresher would help. There was this dude that tried to blow up the British Parliament back in the day. So now <laughs> the oh, Commonwealth yeah. just, for whatever reason, decided to celebrate um, um, this guy's um, actions or whatever he stood for. Um, New Zealand actually just, or Wellington in particular, we just stopped uh, having like fireworks and celebrations on Guy Fawkes. It was the fourth uh, yeah. of November. You know, remember, remember the 4th of November? You may have seen V for Vendetta. Yes, you know? yes there there's was a your, movie. That's right. There, the there's your connection. Guy. There was a movie. Yep, yep. There we go. Okay. Um, so we just stopped celebrating that because it was the wrong time for the Southern Hemisphere. So we used to have fireworks and people have to keep their kids late until like 9 or 10 in the evening. And Yeah. Um, anyway. Now, so coming back to the uh, original uh, uh, discussion point, we... We've been wanting this kind of feature or promotion for basically the entire existence of the app, right? So we've mm-hmm. the team has been working really hard, and the team used to be, you know, just me and the tester. Uh, then we grew to like two and four and five and sixty, and you know, it's, it's just now a very large team. So I think if I had to mm-hmm. count everyone in the what we call tribe, we'd probably be pushing, you know, more than fifty people. Wow! So um, it's a very large team, and you know, we have six native. Um, mobile apps and uh yeah it's it's quite it's quite the uh it's quite a development uh company yeah um, six apps for sure yeah it's good on one platform on two platforms so we have well we have apps across many platforms yeah with the primary ios and android um uh, platforms um we have three android apps and three ios apps that's awesome we even have apps for tvs you know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um 
So we've always kind of craved that kind of um, endorsement because it's a it's a testament of quality and of doing the right things and being respect, respectful to users. And it's just not something you can go and fill in a form and say, hey, 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 it should be me. You know, you have to like earn it through yeah. building high quality apps and uh, doing the right things. If you remember what Google was talking about um, at Google I.O. around um, Play Store ranking where yeah. and ratings where they were going to take into account the crash rate and the performance of the app and ANRs and all those things. Right. Um, it's kind of kind of like that with Apple, but maybe a bit more opaque. Like we, we've been working really hard to make the app the best it could be. And like I would make stickers for the team when we got to 99.9 crash-free rate and stuff like that, <laughs> just to encourage people to yeah, yeah. you know, pay close attention to things that um, shouldn't happen. And we had all kinds of, uh, I don't know, mini features let's call them so we've been part of collections and within the uh, apps tab in the app store app and uh, you know like number one in the shopping category and stuff like that but not really an app of the day type um, Mm -hmm. feature which is a huge endorsement so what happened is um, apple or apple's editors ended up doing a a write-up on what we do and what we stand for and they um they updated our product page and it has this whole entry where people can go and read what, you know, Trade Me is all about. And it's super humbling because um, they didn't call me or our public relations team to ask us, hey, what is Trade Me? They consumed the app like a normal person. Oh, where yeah. They observed our product and they did a write-up that basically encapsulates what we are here to do. And it's just really nice because it's quite objective and it really is objective. We didn't... We didn't influence what they said. There was a previous occasion where they mentioned us by name and they even like mm-hmm. misspelled our brand name, you know, but <laughs> trade me with a space between the trade and the me and they yeah. put, wrote it in one word, which is kind of, that would never happen if, you know, it was something that we controlled, you know, if it was a message that right. we write. Um, and it's kind of like the icing on the cake or the cherry on top because we've had pretty much every other accomplishment you could possibly have in the app store you know we've been shortlisted mm-hmm. like i said and we've been number one in what whatever category we've been um, year after year the most downloaded app in new zealand as new zealand made we've had all kinds of things like that we've had even a special build made for the physical app stores despite the fact that there is no physical app store or sorry apple store not app store there's no physical apple store in new zealand and yet we produced a dedicated special build that can only run on iPhones and iPads in the physical Apple stores, in this case in Australia. Is that a common thing? For it's all? not really. It's not a common thing. It's very That's like you, interesting. It's very it's fascinating. There's a, a dedicated area. I don't want to take too much of a tangent, but that's interesting. What I'm trying to say is that we had these other accomplishments, but the one we were really hoping we would get one day was what just happened like this week. Yeah. I, I'm sure I'm not going to be able to publish this episode or we're not going to publish it by Thursday, but I'm buying cakes for every team across <laughs> the country. So there's going to be cakes oh, in cool. Christchurch, in Auckland and in Wellington. And we've booked rooms so people could see each other and kind of enjoy a slice of cake and yeah. virtual high fives or whatever, because <laughs> it's, it's just something really cool. Um, That's and to be fair, we're... 
this is not just an accomplishment for the iOS developers or iOS designers or testers, because we have this, mm-hmm. um, our squads have a cross of skills, if you like. There's no necessarily, uh, here's the iOS squad, here's the Android squad. We are like mobile squads. Yeah. And we try to build a consistent experience for um, our audience, our mobile users. So the celebration will be joint as well. But it's um it's very uh, it's very interesting because you know we we wanted this accomplishment or this or this uh, accolade um, yeah but um, together we we just had to you know kind of like you read in in books or in uh, training material um, you just have to do the right things you have to do what's expected of you like improve the quality improve the you know. Uh, performance of the app and answer end user problems and uh, be a good player on the app store and don't mm-hmm. squat keywords and um, you know um, respect the platform and yeah really deliver value to the mobile user so we have a yeah I'm, I'm I happen to be the owner of the overarching mobile strategy for uh, for our company so we uh, we we've been working at implementing that strategy for maybe four years now. Just to kind of in yeah. just to kind of get to this point, and yeah, I never really said it in writing. Oh, if we do all these things, we will be featured by Apple because you can can have no guarantees. Instead, the mm. whole mobile strategy was phrased as uh, these are the types of things that mobile users appreciate or respect, or these are the things that will lead to uh, high engagement. Well, that's really cool. It's a lot of hard work and a, and a nice payoff. It feels really good to um, to have it acknowledged by uh, an independent auditor that has very yeah. high expectations of their apps, you know? So it's very yeah. cool. So, uh, you know, was there, you don't have to answer these if you're, if you can't, but uh, what, what level of involvement was with TradeMe or did you, you know, they just emailed you or you just saw it on the app store? Apple told us that we have been shortlisted for a potential feature. Okay. Like sometime in the future, at some point, it was, yeah. So yeah, we showed the traits okay. that may one day lead to yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and the App Store has uh, not the App Store; it's kind of it's called App Store Connect. The portal behind it's like the Play Console equivalent. Yeah, has yeah. a section where you can upload marketing material in case you should be, you know, like yeah, handpicked yeah. or whatever. Um, and we did get a heads up at some point, not too long ago, and uh, we did produce some marketing materials. Okay. And um, cool. Yeah. So, but we again, just because you got that um, heads up, did, or you it don't means know nothing. It's a for sure. No, no, no. Oh, There's it's nothing not like, hey, we're going to feature you on Friday. No. And, you know, we need blah blah blah. I wish it's not. I wish. No. Uh, no. And so they, you have no. They don't really. Yeah. As far as I don't know about other organizations, but we uh, we uh, or other app developers, but we didn't have any input in the uh, like write up. Yeah, I mean, and that's to me that's fair. It's the same, the same as it would be for like a review for a book. Mm-hmm. You know, you as a writer or as an author, you've had your chance to kind of say what you had to say. It's called the book, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then some, right. somebody goes, they read the book, and they write their review notes. You know, yeah. you as yeah. an author, you shouldn't be influencing what they write as a yeah. as a reviewer. That's just not an unbiased review. And I thought that what Apple wrote about us was very flattering you know and Mm -hmm. uh, to be fair they don't really have the opposite they don't have (laughs) here's some shitty apps for you (laughs) 
know. And, <laughs> That'd be funny, right? If you, oh my god, if they did, right? If they had, here's the top and here's the bottom. Yeah, WWDC <laughs> I mean, 2020. Apple showcases <laughs> the worst apps in the App Store. Oh, make those developers. They feel bad. By the way, this is a business opportunity for somebody to create the <laughs> negative app store. Like these are the apps you should never download. <laughs> well, there's so many with zero, right? There's <laughs> for one, one download. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, well, congratulations. That's, thank you so much. Uh, I think cool. the team did a that's really, really cool. great job and I, I can be more proud. Very, yeah, very proud. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So American news. I yeah. hear you're all making money, right? I, what was that? Um, is Equifax <laughs> going to pay you all? What was it? We're all getting, I don't know what the latest figure was, but I think we're all getting $25,000 or $5 or $125,000, it changes every day. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Equifax. Uh, so $700 million fine, I guess. Um, so I was, uh, I was, I was curious about... I mean, we can do a quick recap, our listeners, the, the whole Equifax thing. It, it touched a lot of Americans, but basically, um, you know, Equifax didn't patch uh, some services on their websites and uh, hackers were able to to get in there and, and steal a bunch of personal information um, of all the, the people they had in there. So even, uh, even after the vulnerabilities were disclosed, they uh, didn't install didn't didn't patch their servers so um so now there's there's settlement right so uh you can depending on the the level of uh, impact to you and then how much time you spent and and whatnot you can get anything from like free monitoring for some period of time to um reimbursement you know if you had financial woes because of that so um the part that I was kind of interested in uh, was how credit works in New Zealand. Um, if it's the same, I mean, do you know how ours works? I'm kind of. I don't really. I don't know a lot. Not really. I'm sorry. So, so ours. Oh, I'll take my best best guess here. Uh, so you don't get to control your credit <laughs> directly. Uh, you are the product. Uh, so when you get uh, loans um, or, um, well, pretty much loans, I guess, uh, whenever you borrow money uh, or you have credit cards, uh, these different companies will report your uh, payment behavior. If you pay on time, if you pay you know, the minimum or if you pay the maximum or, or all of these things, they report these to these bureaus. Uh, there's three of them. Sounds oh, familiar so far. Yeah, the Equifax... What's the other one? TransUnion. And there's another one. I can't think of it. But uh, they report your credit. And uh, you can go and look at your credit, uh, I think, once a year for free. Otherwise, you have to pay them for a copy of your own profile, uh, which seems a little, a little bit crazy. But, um, but yeah, you're, you know, you're the product. And these companies, uh, you know, I go to the bank because I'm, I'm buying a new house. And I ask the bank, hey, can I borrow a whole bunch of money? <laughs> And the bank's like, I don't know, we got to go ask somebody else uh, if you're trustworthy or not. So, you know, they go ask Equifax or or one of the other guys if, uh, you know, if I'll be good on my, my loan. So I've taken several loans and I never had to ask a particular company. I just had to give the organization that was giving me the money permission to access my credit history. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, essentially what I mean. Mm, yeah. So... 
Yeah, it's been sounds familiar. Like same setup. I realized that when when I when I got my first credit card in New Zealand, I remember I was even declined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although I was on a relatively high salary, I was declined because I didn't have a credit history. So they're like, "Ooh, right, <laughs> dodgy, dodgy." <laughs> alert, alert. <laughs> yeah, um, but then uh, now I have like five credit cards that I pay in full every month. <laughs> holy moly yeah you know business credit cards personal credit oh, cards yeah. and my preferred store credit card i'm sure you have like the yeah you know, that was a game right you got to do this one for gas and you yeah, do this yeah, one for groceries and, and yeah, why did i pay full price if just by paying you know with this right. credit card i say five percent for example yeah it's yep. just mad it's mad but now like i have the game yeah <laughs> <laughs> i hate playing I remember this game. the first time i was probably i was probably I don't know, maybe 15, 14 or 15. And I remember I was at the gas station with my, with my mom. And I remember like, I was pumping gas, I think. And like, she gives me the, the card, you know, cause you do, you do it at the pump and like written on the card, it was like gas only, <laughs> like in the Sharpie. <laughs> cause like that was the card they used for gas. Cause you get, you know, 2% or whatever, 1%. And, you know, I'm sure they had uh, a card for something else, but yeah, you got to play the game. I guess. Oh, that's so depressing. It's, um, it's yeah. So anyway, Equifax was not the only company that um, got hit by a fine. Facebook got a five billion fine, and this th- yeah, that was the Cambridge Analytica more. stuff, right? <laughs> that was a, yeah, that was election related, and I don't think we should go into politics. But the the thing that kind of strikes me is this is peanuts for these companies. Right, like even if it's well, five billion, five yeah. billion. If yeah. you think about, it, they basically sold everyone's private information, and they are still they pay this fine and they carry on. You yeah. know, if I, if I, or if you, we sell our organizations that <laughs> <laughs> we become it's... unemployable. You know, what I mean, right. it's just it's so so strange to me. Like, will Facebook feel a five billion fine? Like, I don't. I, I mean, they settled. They were happy to take it. You yeah, know, it's just. I think they're going to feel the overhead, right? So part of the settlement is that now, every is it every quarter or every time there's a new new product release that they have to do this huge audit, right? There's this big security audit that they have to do. So it's almost as if, yeah, there's the upfront money, you know, fine that they have to pay. But then just the change to the organization or the change, you know, to the the structure of people, I think might be, I don't know, maybe a bigger disturbance. Was that like a bail check? Like when you get out of jail <laughs> and you have to go once a month to see your probation <laughs> officer? <you're... laughs> uh, uh, it's uh, uh, five uh, billions, so much money. And is it all at once or do they get to pay that over time? I'm not sure, but again, I... I still feel like I know it sounds like a large number, but they spend how much on Instagram? They pay like two billion or or three billion or a billion. Yeah. It's just you know, I know it's billions, but if you think about it, Apple's worth eight trillion dollars. Imagine Apple has okay. to pay five billion. Uh, yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> and even if you have to go money. through an audit, that's a fixed cost. They can just like optimize mm-hmm. that to insanity. Um I just I just feel like the uh, fines should be more Maybe they should be more like in line with what the European Union is doing. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with GDPR, but um, the mm-hmm. way they find there, they go, I think it's like 4% of your revenue. 
So the fines oh. are proportional to how much you're worth. Yeah. And um, or how much you're making. And that probably would would be more fair. You know, like if you think about it, like a yeah. small company. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. One could argue that the um, five billion fine was set took that into consideration, right? So it wasn't just a random number that the FTC came up with. It's possible mm-hmm. that they looked at, you know, how much Facebook had to benefit or how much data was put at risk and or whatnot. But um, I still wonder if uh, a clear, transparent rule would kind of keep these companies in check a bit better. Maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's it's still almost like the wild, wild west. mm like just the the rate at which technology changes and new things are created, right? Like we create, we invent new stuff and there are no laws. There are no, um, you know, there's no history yet. Like you can't keep up. So it's... Does your road code include e-scooter support? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. It's, you wake up uh, one morning and there's like e-scooters everywhere or bikes for share or to share and yeah it's just oh. i feel like this year right for sure yeah yeah do you have a lot of them there and then you have self-driving cars oh in wellington there are two different companies three if you think about big wellington yeah um there's one local company and then there's uber and lime um, yeah lime yeah but then in, there are different companies in different cities like i was in christchurch last week and he had at least two that i can recall mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's a, it's a new cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's uh, it's fun. Actually, I have a helmet attached to my backpack every day. So I'm the weird one oh. walking around Wellington with a, a helmet. Because every once in a while... I, and you follow the rules. Yeah, crazy, right? Actually, a, <laughs> a stranger, a complete stranger, I was waiting at the traffic lights on a scooter. And the complete stranger said, hey, mate, can I high five you? I'm like, uh, sure, what's it for? <laughs> this was last week. So what's this for? Ah. Oh, um, you're the first one all day I see on scooters wearing a helmet. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. I don't think I've ever seen anybody. There we go. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a person with a helmet on. Yeah, so on one of the uh, e-scooter companies in Christchurch, I think they uh, each scooter has its own helmet. So they attach the helmets to the scooter and then you can just like... Oh, really? Yeah, so you can uh, just... But no excuses. isn't that kind of, kind of gross? Well, I wear a, a cap all the time. So even my own personal helmet is on top of my cap. So yeah. it's fine. I don't think I'd want to put on a helmet that's just sitting out on the street. Ooh. To be fair, the uh, helmets in New Zealand, at least the, this company that I use most often, the local company, um, the, the helmets are free. So you just use the app to order one. It's just free helmet. Yeah. No excuses. Yep. And they yep. are, they're good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Ah, fun times. We were talking the other day about TV shows and stuff, and um, you, you got me onto a, a German one. What was it called? The How to Sell Drugs yeah. Online fast is that right it was yeah yeah Uh, Yeah. i apologize to you i only watched one episode but it looks really interesting it was uh i don't know if i was just in a what do they call it a show hole (laughs) i was in a lull and uh i was watching the 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 english voiceover german show but uh i don't know it was all right it was uh this like high school nerdy kid right and Mm -hmm. uh you know he's trying to impress the girl and I don't know. And uh, he's in high school and they, the the two kids are trying to make money and they eventually the nerds, decide right? to, the nerds, right. They're trying to, trying to make money to, to be cool. And uh, they eventually decide like, oh, let's sell drugs online. 
because you know that's a logical thing to do. And uh, I don't know. I, I thought the part that was pretty cool was um, it seems like more and more shows and movies are using uh, either real or more realistic tools, computers. Um, you know, in the in the shows, it's not just completely matrix looking like so mm. um in that in that show um he used vs code like i could see vs code in the background <laughs> and i was like I was like wow that's really cool because like vs code like it it really hasn't been out for that long and it hasn't really been popular for you know very long at all i feel like maybe just the past what year or so i feel like it started to, to really catch on in, in popularity uh so for it to be in a, a tv show and kind of a random one at that, right? I was like, whoa, VS Code in this this German <laughs> show. Yeah. Did you think this could be me? I know VS Code. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no. It's actually a cool <laughs> idea. I like it. Uh, too bad yeah. it's another, yet another Atom-based CPU, memory, hog, battery killing yeah. uh, tool. Oh, well. Yeah. It's not that bad. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always nervous on when I'm on a laptop because I just I just yeah. watch my battery drain like it's my right. yeah. Don't you think that's every IDE on a laptop though? To be fair, I use regularly three IDEs on my laptop. I use Xcode, Android Studio, and VS Code. And mm-hmm. probably in the order of the hungriest would be Android Studio. <laughs> they just <laughs> eat yeah. RAM for breakfast. Uh, and then well, you can expand it now. <laughs> yeah, and then. <laughs> Like yes, and then VS Code seems to be also depends on what you do with it, I suppose. Um, yeah, and um, Xcode is not is not that great if you have to compile apps that use both like Objective C and Swift. And uh, yeah, they seem to be all they all seem to be optimizing and doing doing these incremental builds and smarter mm-hmm. way of just not doing the whole thing every single time you touch a file. Well, we know the right, the pain of, of Gradle builds sometimes and you you don't want to sit there and wait for twenty minutes or more <laughs> for your app to build. So you know the whole promise with uh the whole promise with instant run that at least for me has never oh, yeah. really delivered. Oh well. No. If one if like one little thing is wrong, it just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. which is such a pity because it's I such know. a good promise. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty neat. But anyway. Hey, how's the family? You were you shared with me a picture of you kind of setting the neighborhood on fire or something. I'm not sure what you were doing oh, there. Uh, <laughs> Must yeah. be the season. It, it's yeah, well that's the summer season and uh yeah, we had a well uh campfire in our backyard. Um so Oh, I was around the house. I was cleaning up uh, like shrubs and sticks and stuff. So I had a bunch of brush, and uh, a lot of the time I just put that in the back, back by our fire pit, and then it it builds up to a sufficient height, and then we have a campfire, and it it all disappears. So, um, so we have you, a little fire pit. So, so you eat marshmallows and stuff, or what do you? What? Yeah, yeah. The kids they you know give them a campfire, and we go out there and light all that on, and yeah, they. Uh, they have marshmallows, yeah, little s'mores, the whole nine. They love it. I mean, it's like the middle of the day, right? Because it's still light out, like when we have a campfire at eight o'clock at night. It's still light, but they don't care. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I think over here we need a fire permit before lighting up anything in your backyard. 
Um, yeah. I've never actually gone through wow. the process of like getting a fire permit, but maybe I'll try and do that this summer, see what happens. Um, so I, uh, I don't think we do, but I also didn't check. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> live dangerously, I guess. Uh, I'm pretty sure if, if it's off the ground, like if it's in a little platform, like we have a little pit that's maybe, I don't know, six or eight inches off the ground. And it's like, you don't have to have anything special, but if you have it on the ground, then you have to have a permit. It's like a weird, weird, uh, rules. I remember that as a kid back at home, like you would have fires off the ground and, uh, you didn't have to have a permit. Yeah. So. so you should check. Maybe you can, you just need a thing that's off the ground. Yeah. We'll have like a campfire every day <laughs> yeah. to make up for that's the fun. lost time. It's fun. You smoke out the neighbors, all the leaves. Oh, no, I <laughs> they, wouldn't do they that. Love it. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. No. There seems to always be uh, no breeze at all when we have a fire. Like, there's just no wind. Yeah, Wellington is actually known for never having no breeze. <laughs> oh, it's always windy, really? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's windy city. I, I, I Maybe I should put some... Uh, links to like uh, plane landings in Wellington <laughs> to see what it looks like. <laughs> then nobody would ever fly to Wellington, but uh, yeah, it's Windy City. It's, it's rough, just, huh? Yeah. Oh boy. Really? Uh, yeah, it's fun times. <laughs> so apart from campfires, what else do you do with the kids in the backyard? Like, we're oh, big on trampolines, gosh. we're big on like uh, yeah. riding scooters and trikes on, on the decking, but yeah, uh, stuff like that. And we built like a, a slide in the backyard and like a wee tree house type thing. What do you folks do? You have a treehouse? Kind of. It's not really a treehouse. It's it's like a platform that's elevated on top of a retaining wall. Oh, okay. And then there's like a slide that uh, goes from there to another. I'll, I'll post a picture. Oh, cool. It's fun. Cool. Yeah. It was great fun and people, people, kids used it like a lot for the first maybe week or two and then they started. <laughs> Hey, they come in, they, it, you know, it comes and goes for sure. You go like, hey, uh, go and use this slide. It's amazing. Yeah. A lot of effort has gone into building this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny when you uh, empty out your house and like they rediscover all of their things, you know, because we have a lot of our stuff in the garage and things have like started to make their way back into the house because <laughs> yep. they see it in the garage and they remember that they have stuff. But, uh, but yeah, like in the backyard, my, my oldest, like she didn't really play with the little house very much this year, part of last year and this year, like we have a little house back there and like she didn't really play with it a lot. And then recently, like they just, they rediscover toys and they get back into it, you know, and they're in there making whatever, doing pretend play, looking out the window and doing stuff. Yeah. In our coffee group, one of the, uh, parents has this technique of, uh, never leaving all the toys out and always keeping toys in uh, big boxes. And she just should take a box out and then kids would be all over that box. But then all the other toys that used to be available, just go back in storage and it creates this like interest. Oh, where is toy X or Y or Z? And then when he comes back, they're like, oh, look at these toys. Like rediscovery (laughs) of the same toys over and over. Whilst we are more like, oh, look at all these toys we have. You can play with this and that, and particularly the um, the one year old. She just likes to take everything out and just turn <laughs> turn them upside yeah. down and then move and, oh, uh, yeah. and do something completely different. Because why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you play with the dog much? Because uh, yeah, 
He's always been pretty relaxed, I guess. He, I don't know. I, I, I try to play with him. I do. <laughs> he doesn't want to play. Uh, Our dog just, I don't know. he's all over. Like if he could be like the center of attention, he would be. He just, yeah. He's, it's, it's incredible how well animals understand their place in the, in the pack, in the hierarchy. <laughs> like as yeah. soon as one kid's, you know, came home or was born. Yeah. The dog is like, okay, I lost the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I went down. <laughs> yeah. And then like, kid number uh -huh. two, oh crap, it's another spot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but what really boggles my mind is he lets the, uh, in particular the um, one-year-old do whatever she wants to him. Uh, she can, oh, that's good. She can pull his ears and poke his eyes and just squeeze his <laughs> nose. And he just like sits. If I even oh. like attempt to come like near his nose or his ears, he'd be like, sorry, buddy, <laughs> not today. <laughs> but he doesn't move. So uh, now I've learned that actually, you know what? It's going to be the kids that brush him, that <laughs> clean him. Yeah. That, and, yeah. And he just sits. He just stays there and they do their, their uh, cleaning and it's fun. How old is your dog? Ours is 10 going on 11, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ours is 10. He just turned 10 this summer. And uh, he slowed down for sure. These dogs are going to be a very interesting lesson to teach um, our kids in four or so years when their uh, time comes. Because that's oh. going to be quite a... I know. Yeah, They'll be quite the age event. too. Yeah. They'll kind of understand what's going on. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh my god we really day. took this this episode all the way down to the grave <laughs> <laughs> quite literally <laughs> starting oh, with the, well, oh my god look note. at us we're featured we're promoted by apple it's amazing so yeah the dog yeah. will die <laughs> oh well yeah. should we leave it there <laughs> i suppose it's gonna be much better next time i promise it's going to be more right. upbeat and everything's going to be great, <laughs> rosy, peachy. Ah. So if people want yeah. to um, see the bright side of you, they should go to Twitter and follow you at Todd the Land with three Ds. Yep, that's right. And if people want to follow you, uh, go to Twitter and at Nick TMRO. That's me. So until next time, keep in touch.